Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Everyone. Welcome back to Children of Erte. We're so excited to have you here with us. Thank you for joining us. And as usual, we will start by kicking it over to Adam to talk about our sponsors. We have our incredible sponsors. Thank you, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find an Electrum chess code on the overlay or in chat. Thank you so much for the support. We have Die Hard Dice. You can go to dieharddice.com and uh, use the code Erte to get 10% off your order. We are also going to be giving away a $20 off uh, promo code that you can win that you can use on that order. Uh, I think you can use the code and the uh, promo thing. So, so get all the interactions going to get the best price that you can there with dieharddice.com. We've got a new list starting here tonight. Um, I'm starting, uh, people are just sending me lists all the time now. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. It's uh, amazing. It takes one thing off my plate that I don't have to think <laughs> about. Uh, I, I'm pretty busy, so that's much appreciated. So, um, yeah, uh, so for tonight, we're going to go through a new list that has alliteration. This isn't always, um, like even tonight's is not, um, it's like a dual alliteration thing. So, so, so here we go. So Die Hard mm. has gifted our cast with Alicia Marie's All Seeing Marvels. <laughs> so Alicia Marie's oh, All Seeing Marvels. So it's A M A. That's a good one. This is this credit is to at Tall Halfling. I don't know where that username is, but this was sent on Twitter. So thank you at Tall Halfling. We're going to go through another list, and this time instead of characters, it's going to be player related. So there we go. How tall is a tall halfling, I wonder? Uh, you know, I don't know. Is that four, four Shorter feet? than a short giant? I don't know. Yeah. So that's it. So uh, so thank you very okay. much for that. And thank you, Die Hard Dice, for all of the support throughout our show so far. And uh, we also have our friends at Tailspire, this incredible 3D uh, virtual tabletop uh, an environment that you can use to play games and uh, do some wonderful visualizations out there. We're going to be giving away some Steam product keys there tonight as well. So pay attention to the prompts in chat. And finally, tonight, you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I am Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. So much going on. I'm also battling. Um, I feel wonderful. I want to clarify here. I feel completely wonderful but I'm in this like allergy, like throat tickly uh, mm-hmm. phase here. Mm-hmm. And East so, coast. 
you know, no, yeah, if, same. If, I have brain. itchy eyes, itchy it's, eyes. It's yeah. just like you know, Death Valley where I am yeah. is what they call it. It's not the real Death Valley, but it's like it's because of all the fog of pollen that is everywhere. We can't escape. Really? But, is that like um, Farvor? Yeah, the yeah. Fog of pollen. That's that's yeah. the spore druid equivalent. It, it's it's <laughs> something like that, and um and it gets to me. But so if I descend into a coughing fit. I'm going to do my best to mute, but if I don't, we're just going to act like uh, Silas has got to be sick with some kind of allergies <laughs> in this wild place that we have found ourselves. I mean, you I just am playing crawled out of a freezing cold. That, ocean. That's it. That's it. It's it's all if part. You don't of the all character. have colds. I yeah. Hmm. I, don't know I am playing it. Silas Sorrell. You're magically. Oh wait. Well, it is magically. I think magically dimensionally displaced magical superfan. <laughs> I love it. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me everywhere on socials at Alicia Everybody. I am a costume artist, professional, and RPG performer. And on Monday nights, you can find me over at the CNE Games channel playing a familiar quest where I get to play my actual familiar that is playable and purchasable in Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. And of course, on Tuesday nights, I am here playing the wonderful Miss Feruza Armstrong attorney. Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Uh, I do all of the things. Find out on socials about what the next upcoming thing is. Uh, thing du jour. Um, but tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, which gets a lot of love here and it makes me happy every single time. You can find me on the socials as Lauren. And tonight I'm playing Carolyn Neb Stern, who is itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Antihistamines for all tonight. Itchy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even I'm feeling it. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. You can watch me be a Dungeon Master on Misfits of Alsada every Wednesday. And tomorrow we have a very special guest, Mr. B. Dave Walters, will be playing with us. Uh, so don't miss it. It's going to be really fun. Uh, but tonight I am playing your favorite granny for hire, Miss Robin Beckett. Wonderful. Um, and that's it, right? Hi, hi, I'm Deborah Ann Wall. I'm your storyteller for this evening. Um, I am currently in a play in Washington, D.C. So if you are in the D.C. area and would like to come to Arena Stage, we're doing Angels in America. Um, my favorite quote about it is, this is not your grandmother's Angels in America. It is a very, <laughs> a very uh, interesting take on it. So, um, uh, yeah, come and check us out. I think Miss Robin would like it. <laughs> it is it is this grandmother's angels in america um but yeah that's what you know so tonight however um this is i want to say thank you to the players thank you to josh everyone at home get cozy and settle in for the 42nd chapter of children of Verte. life the universe and everything that is right that is right the answer to all uh, so yes, so last time um, you had escaped the rough waters of the sea lab. You had found a new friend in Pivam Bandicoot who brought you to a hidden little haven uh, where he told you a bit of a story about this world, this place, the Vale, as well as other worlds that existed and the mystical land of Erte from which he believes you all were called, I would say. Um, 
He doesn't know much about what's going on. He himself has been stuck here in the Vale for a long time. Um, you all rested up, thought a little bit about what's going on, and decided to get back to the train and insert the shard, the, the shard that you found in the shipwreck. Um, just as you stepped through that room, Pivim himself could feel the power of this place. It was a little bit scary. And as a Maeve, you placed the shard into the mirror and it was grabbed magnetically. You saw Ivy's face appear as she gives a bit of a smile as she sees your face is looking back at her. Ivy, this is Pivim. Uh, Pivim, this is Ivy. I don't know if the two of you know each other, but you know, <laughs> she, new she cranes up to the top of the mirror to try to look down <laughs> far enough to see Pivim as he stands. He's right by your your leg, Neb. Um, you know, kind of clutching a little bit close to you, not wanting to. You know, looking under the bed and under the tables into the shadows. Uh, Pivim, I, I don't. I'm guessing you don't know who that is just by sight. Uh, Pivim looks at you and goes, mm. pretty lady. <laughs> I figured it was worth a double check to see if, you know, you were known or something. I don't know. Hey, hey, Ivy, like if we hang out in here and ask you a few questions, is this bullheaded creep going to attack us? Um, you see her kind of the finger to her lips um and you know she tries to peer around and and is just you know oh so so basically you're telling us we can't stay in here for like two hours asking questions are you a scribe her eyes widen a bit she shakes her head no do you know what a scribe is our little buddy Pivum here, he like told us about what Erte actually is. And so like, we know about the scribes. We know at least a little bit about rulers. Are you a ruler? She puts her hands on the glass behind you, looking through her eyes wide at you and nods <gasps> her head. You're a ruler. <sighs> Ivy, you are a ruler. I I, I want to see if I can figure out how if can I pick up on any cues, any any expressions, any um insight? Yes. <laughs> just just what you how may. she's responding to this. Yes. Um Do you want me to roll it or do you want to roll it? Sure. Uh you can roll it. What's your bonus? It's a plus one on insight. Okay. Um she seems excited. She seems surprised. Um, one thing you're getting off of her is desperation. She's almost, you can even see maybe like the, you know, a vein in her neck is pumping. Her heart is pumping fast as she answers these questions. So listen, Ivy. We heard from Pivum, for the most part, you rulers suck. And so, do she you suck? <laughs> she shakes her head, a little conf 
confused? Suck is like a term that means that you're terrible. No, no, like it's not my words. No, it's not that. Did one of the other rulers push you in there? No. Are they keeping you in there? No. Is the bull a ruler? Okay, okay, okay. But the bull didn't put you in there. Do you guys know how many rulers there are? Did Pippin say how many? Four. Four. So we've got two of them here? You're one. But we also know that Lorelia has a ruler, and I'm assuming, Pivum, that it's not a bullheaded creature, and it's not the creature that you're seeing in the mirror. Oh, Pivum says, no, no, Zola looks like the land. She looks like the swamp. She looks so like the mountain. So that's three out of four. So we need one more. Wait, ask uh, which, which element they are. I think you just did. Which element are you? <laughs> are, are you? Are you fire? Oh. Are you water? She's first you. She says. Heart. Heart. Air. <laughs> We're going through them all. Water? Water. <gasps> oh. Rain. Rain. Yeah. Okay. Storm. So is, is the third ruler if you're here and the bull is one, is the third one here as well? On the train? No. Outside. Here in. Around. In the veil? In the veil. Are the rulers in the veil or are they on Are they on the veil? In the veil? They're in the veil. All, all of them are here. Is Zola here. in the veil? Oh! <laughs> so many O's here. <laughs> Is that why you're Was concerned Julian. about? Oh, go ahead. Is that why you're concerned about getting out? Because we were told you're all needed to keep balance, or else everything falls apart. That's why. You're dying. <laughs> They're trying to kill you. So you're all trying to kill each other. You're trying to kill them. Power. <laughs> Was Julian one of the rulers? No. You fell in love with a mortal? Julian was a scribe. <gasps> okay. Okay. Mm. Now some of I guess this is making sense. Oh. Is Julian still alive? Definitely was a servant. She doesn't see this. Okay. Is the bull fire? No, she, she points to, to Silas, to Feruza. She says, Was Stephen a servant? She doesn't know him as Stephen. Is the giant stone statue the servant? Are the pocket watches related to the four rulers? Do you need them? Because they're broken. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's, that's <laughs> Deb laughing. There's a break. Don't break, Deborah. Oh. <laughs> uh, she hears they're broken. She places her hands on the, on the glass. It's bad. 
Bad so that's news. not a good thing. Are the watch pocket watches broken? I thought just Steve was. Were they consumable? No, I th everything. They got were on Steve, and everything <clears throat> got smashed. Oh, okay. But right, Robin, right. you have them all, right? Yeah. Okay. Is the bowl the bowl is fire? Is the fire? That makes sense. The ghoul is. No, the, the bull. bull. The bull. The bull. The bull. Sorry. Yeah. Cool, the bull. I mean, the cool, yeah. Okay. So if uh, I use the water ruler, the bull is the fire ruler. Yeah. Uh, Zola is the earth ruler. Mm -hmm. Who is the wind ruler? Gloria. She puts her hands way up in the sky. Do we know anyone that's giant? <laughs> Don't look I at me. I'm not ruling. And, 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 and she... <laughs> She places her hand across her face and ducks down and then ducks back up. Damn. Oh, the, the, the giant squid creature. No, no, I think it's somewhere. They're, they're somewhere in the air, high above us. We still haven't met them yet. Mm. Just, no. I mean, it sounds like they're hidden or else we'd know who they are. Who are the animals loyal to? <laughs> she struggles oh. with how to communicate an answer to that. Um, or are the animals more loyal to one ruler than another? Mm. <laughs> the animals belong to the veil. They have... Did you create the animals? I <laughs> she goes two, oh. one, three. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I think we're definitely getting into questions that are going to need more than a yes or no. But th this has been great. This is a lot of information that we needed confirmation of. So thank you. She does press against and 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 you see her try to mouth as clearly as she can. Go ahead. Help. Help. All right, but oh, you guys huddled. Uh, what if this is a trap? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I know. Pivim, didn't you say that no, like we... they've got to be trapped? Pivim, they have Pivim, to be returned to their realms. Pivim looks absolutely stunned. I mean, this is as if he had <laughs> stumbled upon freaking Sleeping Beauty in the woods. I mean, he is like. Mouth is wide open. He he looks, he says, I don't like anything about this. Uh, she cla she's claiming to be a, 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 a creature from a story. And, and yes, we believe, but why is she here? He seems totally flabbergasted by this. Um, Hey, Pippin, I'm going to need you one, to pull yourself together here. How could one yes. <laughs> trap the, 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 uh, a ruler? We, there's a we, whole bunch of questions that we, we don't know the answers to. Um, just because we got a bunch right now. You're right. We're still figuring all of this out. But at 2.13 uh, in the morning, we get a, a moment in where we can actually talk with Ivy before 
something shows up to stop us. So before the other bull fire ruler shows up, yeah, to be yeah. very clear here. Pippa. So we can we can definitely try to get some more of those answers. But now you see what we've been trying to do this whole time. He, I mean, he just he looks like he his eyes glisten with tears. He doesn't know whether to believe it or not. You know, he he actually he will walk out of that room. I know Silas, you're standing one foot in, one out, right? Yes. He if he's gonna try to move just right hey, through hey, your p- legs. Hey, hey, pivot him, Like, hey, hey, it's it's fine that you're moving. I just want to ask you a question because I think it was a D word, but I can't remember what the D word was. You said that for these four rulers, it wasn't like depose them or destroy them. It was something else. He like turns that. on you. You see tears streaming down his face. He says, "Defeat." Defeat. Okay. The story says to defeat. Excellent. I know not what this means. All I know is that we are dealing with forces far beyond our abilities. He looks and he says, I have spent my entire life searching for Erte, searching to save our realms. If this is an opportunity to do so, then all I can do is thank the gods. But we must be sure. Hey, I'm with you. The rulers are dangerous, dangerous creatures. Well, the bow certainly is. Well, I mean, Ivy might be as well as soon as we release her. And honestly, yeah, it's making me nervous perhaps now. we should go outside. Oh, all right. Sorry, Ivy. Sit down, have a conversation. She presses her face against the, the, the glass and waves as she watches each of you leave the I, room. I am going to... So Silas is going to see... Because he has made a connection with the mind of a creature before. Yes. He is going to see if through the mirror he can connect mentally to Ivy, and I am trying to read her surface thoughts. Be careful, Silas, doing that stuff. You you don't know he's doing this. He doesn't say this out loud, obviously. This is just Silas. He is trying to connect and, and detect surface thoughts, and the surface thought, if a connection... Right. can be made because it's within uh it's within 120 feet if i'm let's see sorry uh, I, no, 30, I, 30 feet i believe i looked this up at some point but and uh, if it has an intelligent over three i'm assuming that's the case but i can learn the surface thoughts of the creature what's most on its mind in that moment if i can make the connection now if i go deeper than that it gets a safe right Okay, I'm checking. Whether or not this works, that's a cool idea. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, we, we didn't think of it before. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so I, I mean, was... I wanted to see what she I, had I, to say first. I, I, okay. I, I'm going to rule that it is interesting to you that even just surface thoughts, you get nothing. It's almost like as you reach out for her mind, boom. There's like a, a brick wall that bounces back. You almost—it's like you feel the echo of your mm-hmm. own question bounce back at you. And as uh, if anyone happens to see uh, Silas at the door, as he's, um, yes. you know, uh, he, he kind of like when he starts doing this, you, mm-hmm. you've been noticing more and more that he's been kind of just like scratching his like beard. And then sometimes his like fingers on his temple. And so as that happens, 
as that rebound uh, effect happens, it's almost like you see like a uh, an incredibly blurry, silvered and, and not like colored at all version of Silas's head almost like come out the back of his head for just like a split second and then it like snaps back inside his head um and then um he uh, he looks a little shook for just a second and then yeah. uh and then he's like all right are we gonna go have that conversation <laughs> Pippin has has sort of stormed off down the the the, the car and you know, mm-hmm. you, he's, you already see he stepped down into the, you know, into the snow just outside, mm-hmm. um, you know, not on the ocean side, but on the mountain side, and is just sort of standing there, in the wind, in the dark, silently crying. I'm, I'm gonna follow, but I'll stop at the door before I get to him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just quietly say, "You need a moment, or you need a friend." He turns around and looks at you. He says, this is all I've ever wanted. My whole life I've dreamed of this very moment, meeting a ruler, hearing that the stories are true. I just thought it would mean something else to me. I thought it would fix something, but I only have more questions. Do you know what I mean? I think so. I think I've been so excited about those questions that I haven't thought it's a bad thing, but if you've been on this journey way longer than we have. These are my people, my brothers, my sisters, my parents, my children. We are at risk. I've set myself to save them. You know, Pivon, and- like, you, you really just don't know how this stuff is going to shake out, though, because my entire life, I wanted to meet Michael Jordan. And back in 93, I actually got to meet him because he retired from basketball. And then he started playing baseball for like a year or two. Wow. And I actually caught a baseball game and I saw him. And when I met him, I spoke to him. And he like was kind, but he was kind of a little dismissive because, you know, at the time, like I didn't realize it, but I think he probably just, you know, wanted to get back to the bus or whatever it was. And I remember being just crushed that this thing that I'd wanted my entire life didn't work out and turn out the way that I expected it to. That yes, that you understand. Was this, was this Michael Jordan a god? Yeah, I mean, about as, cl- as close <laughs> about as close as, as we had on on air today. Then um, yes, you so, understand. You understand it, exactly, what it is but, to meet these. But this heroes. is the important part, Pivim. Yes. Okay, because that was like a low point for me. I met him. It it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. It was unexpected. But then mm-hmm. the year after that, he returned to basketball and they won three more championships, cementing his place as the greatest. Uh, basketball player that has ever lived so basically he became you know a a deity pretty much or at least the goat um he became that after even i my bubble was burst like that so you are saying to me that if i continue to believe this queen this ruler she will pull through in the end Yes, Pivon. That's what I'm saying. I think the other thing that you should take heart in is that you're part of this story. This isn't the end of it. This is just 
the middle, the beginning? I'm not sure, but like there's more to come and now we know a lot more because of you and we're so much further than we were even just 10 days ago. So if I have learned anything, it's that stories have no beginnings or ends. All of our stories just keep going. Well, I'm glad that you're going with us then. He looks, he, he sort of shakes off his shoulders a little, wipes the tears off of his face, fixes his hat, brushes his beard out. Um, I would do the voice, except I'm saving my voice for the, yeah. <laughs> for the play. I'm so sorry, everyone at home. I can't Don't do a gruff, a gruff gnome voice. You take voice. care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to sound Way like more me. important. <laughs> um, he brushes the, the tears, strokes his beard, adjusts his little blue hat, um, looks to you and he says, all right. Um, I don't know if I trust her. She is a ruler after all. But I think I trust you. You trust you know, us. Yeah. And I think it's fair to be a little cautious when we don't know a lot. But I, I think I trust her too. At least that everything she's told us has been true. Whether or not once she gets out of that mirror that things are going to be good, bad. There's going to be more going on. That's that's. We'll figure that out once we get there. But for now, we have to decide what questions are we going to ask or what question are we going to ask when we have a chance. Yeah, yeah. Championships lie ahead, Pivum. I'm telling you. <sighs> the ships of champions. <laughs> yeah. Or the That's trains it. of champions. <sighs> well, he says, I, I, I have yet to prove myself worthy of a champion, but... I dream to one day for there to be stories of me, of Pivim Bandicoot, and what he did to save Lorelia. Well, I I don't know about the rest of us, but I'm pretty sure Silas is going to be telling stories about you for a long time. That's I, I got you, Crash. <laughs> <laughs> he looks it. quite a bit more chipper. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, like a little penguin kind of waddles back over towards you, hops up, up on the, the train. Um, so yeah, so you all, you know, again, you all know how to start up this train. It's going to take about four hours to do so. Um, we'll say you've learned from your previous mistakes, so we will make you roll for it. You're very careful as you go around. It just takes a little bit of time to get it going, but that'll get your lights going, your, your water going, the, the, the train able to run if you would like to run it. Um, Probably those four hours will take you to midnight. Um, okay. And during that time, if you want to check in or you want to talk and figure out your questions before 2.13 comes along. Yeah. Have at it, my loves. Okay, so I know that there's a bunch of questions that we're going to have. I still think it's good for us to focus on one that we think needs an like a a meaty answer, a good chunky answer. Why don't we put all of our <laughs> questions out and then we can decide what's priority? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. That way we have all of the questions that people want to ask. And then for future sessions, perhaps, if we have other opportunities to ask, we can. And just to set the agenda for, for the whole meeting here. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, we definitely need to that prioritize list of questions. That's fantastic. 
um, for the last part of the meeting, we should discuss our exit strategy. Agreed. Um, to make sure that we are, you know, because we don't actually know if Fire Lord, um, if the Fire Lord is going to be able, like where it can go on the train, you know, that kind of thing. So we just, I think we established probably it can't leave the train. So just, you know, it we need to talk not to be able to leave the car. So yeah, yeah potentially. So yeah. I just want to make sure that we can GTFO when that time comes to. <laughs> okay. Questions. Um, who yeah. trapped, who trapped her in the mirror? That was mine. That's mine. Good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. feels like a question that needs more than yeah. yes or no answer. Yeah. What happened to Julian? Okay. Now, did, did anybody else catch that? Because again, I know this is a little ambiguous, but when we ask if Julian was still alive, it it was like a shrug, like, I don't know, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm wondering. So. I definitely already had the who trapped you one. So I that feels like that's getting a lot of, you know, votes and weight there. But um, another one that I had um, that came up after our little silent conversation just then, was um, who was the last person you killed um, to just see if we, like what kind of response we would get to that. Um, because uh, just something just super nonchalant, uh, you know, who, who's the last person you killed, you know, where some kind of mannerisms or something could possibly give us an idea as to whether that is a super mundane thing for her to say, or if she acts horrified by it. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to leave that question to you to ask Silas. I don't know. I mean, if that's I could... fine, but like, it can be down the list. We might not get to it. I'm just saying that like, I don't know if we can trust her because I tried to read her thoughts. Um, like I have a couple of other things so far. And it was like, some, I, I, I hit a brick wall. And so um, potentially trapped in a different dimension. Potentially. I don't know how this magic works. Yet. I'm just saying difficult. But yeah. I guess all I'm saying is that had I been able to pick up on some surface thoughts, I might have had a far warmer, fuzzier feeling about her. But I, uh, I certainly am not in the trust her camp at this stage. Um, also, if she's a ruler, she might not take kindly to you, to you prying around in her private thoughts. Yeah, just well, a, just a perspective. I mean, uh, sure. Have well, you? How about asking her about what land she's from? since we don't know any of the other lands. I think we should ask her what she plans to do as soon as she's out. That's another good one. Also, Silas, do you think that would work when she's not in the mirror for that minute? You're I don't know. I'm, I'm already trying it, so. Okay. Uh, who Who's the bull and where are they from? Um, maybe does she know any more about the fourth ruler where exactly they are in the veil? Hmm. I wonder if those little, those little sprites would know anything or are they just here to annoy us? From time to time? Hey, them. You know Have what? Have you ever if come across these little sprite things? <laughs> oh, oh, you see him. I know exactly who you're talking about. Those little good-for-nothing little, they steal my things. No, I, you just see him start to grumble as he throws things, you know, dissolves <laughs> yeah. into just like indiscernible frustration. 
Yeah. If anyone's got any reservations about Ivy, then I definitely wouldn't trust anything that those snowflake things would say, <laughs> even if they would talk to us. Did anyone want to ask about the shards that have been infecting people or, or the creature oh. that we saw under the water? I mean, I definitely think that that is a great thing to ask, but possibly, like, I don't think we're making it that far down the list if we think that these others... Right now, we're just putting questions out and we haven't prioritized them yet, so okay. I'm just putting the questions mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. and then we can figure out which ones are the priority. I'm just wondering if the wind ruler is someone we've met or someone we have yet to meet. I have a feeling it's someone we have yet to meet or they're hiding because so far everybody that we've been told about is like, oh, this person is a this and this person is a that. It's kind of all made sense, right? Oh, of course, yeah. you know, but I can't, I can't think of anyone obvious that we've met who would fit that, but maybe they're also in hiding considering what else is going on with the rulers here in the Vale. I could understand why they would be reticent to come out. Pivum, do you have any other questions that you think might be worth asking? Hmm. Since you're one of us now. <laughs> Pivim, <clears throat> Pivim wants to know, he says, I'd want to know why she left her people. I'd want to know what she, wa what, what she plans to do about the imbalance. Do you want to ask that question? Her? Do you want to ask that question yourself, Pivim? I or do not want says, to talk to him. He says, he says, I, I, you're the ones that found this creature, this mirror lady. Uh, I think, I think you are who she trusts. Um, but, but that is what I am curious about. Perhaps also who broke the mirror, because that may be different than who trapped her in the mirror. Can you think of a question that we could ask a ruler that only a ruler would know? Because if we're concerned that she's not. He says, this is an excellent question, but the rulers have been around for millennia. Uh, they know <laughs> most things. Um, um, he says, if, what is something only a ruler might know? Says that the problem is anything I do not know the answer to any question that might stump a ruler. <laughs> um, you know, he said, I, I, I thought we could ask who gave her this calling, who gave her, who set her in charge um, of, of, the, the, of, of the balance of nature. But honestly, I do not know the answer to that question. That's fair. Well, like I said, I my gut still says that 
we should help her and that she's at least been honest with us so far. But what about why does the why does it cycle? Why does she go through it every night? Two thirteen. Also, I was wondering if she knows how to put the servant back together. Well, if there's only one scribe at a time, perhaps the servant is also reborn. Perhaps she might. She might know. That'd be nice. What would we get? Perhaps it was love, but why would you give up immortality? To leave that's your realm. That's assuming she had to give up anything to leave, but I think why Well, if you leave if you leave your realm, you give up immortality. Yeah. Oh. What would be worth that? I mean she might not have left. Might have been taken against her will. But maybe that's the question. Did you leave of your own free will? Or were you taken? And I mean I just want to kind of throw out there that um, we do need to get to agenda item two on this and we have we far put, more of a list. Well, we, we need to put these in order first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. Hold up her notebook where she's been <laughs> in much nicer handwriting than anything I could uh, ever do. <laughs> list out all of the questions that yeah. uh, she's been yeah. writing down and say, I, I still think the the first one we came up with, who trapped you in the mirror, is probably mm -hmm. our, our go-to for tonight. I think we're going to get mm -hmm. a story out of that in 55 yeah. seconds. Mm -hmm. It's going to answer a lot of questions. The first one. Okay. Yeah. Who trapped you in the mirror, followed by what is uh, your realm? I think finding out what happened to Julian. What happened to Julian? Although she did shrug, she might not know. It might be wasting what, a question. When was the last time you see you saw Julian? Hmm. Hmm. Also, yes? maybe no. Maybe uh, finding out more about the bull. Who exactly is the bull? Weaknesses. Do we what want to prioritize you... that first? <laughs> if then? we are ballooning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think who trapped you in the mirror My, I really want to know I, I think that's going to be more than just a name like I said I think we're going to get a story and she's going to have to tell it in 55 seconds <laughs> but let's so, have oh, just, just in case it's quick Who's, let's have some backups yeah, okay. we, can have, hey, we can have three or four for sure but I think just three or four is crisp. a good way to go okay. yeah Okay, and just keep the rest, like, so we can keep these. <laughs> okay, so who trapped you in the mirror, number one? Um, what can you tell yeah. us about the bowl? Maybe yeah. a more open-ended question than she could just... Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we can ask one of... Um, have one him. last one that we didn't put on the list, but I think is important. What, what? can you tell us about Belcastle Cap? Oh, Okay. Since oh, we boy. never got to find out much about it, other than we were going to be hiking in the snow on a glacier in the mm -hmm. cold. It is Which sounds the like the worst vacation ever. And why would <laughs> I was going to say, to wait that? a minute. <laughs> I was still this in don't the understand why this has appealed to anyone. Mm. I think we were all in like certain points in our lives that they knew this would answer to something. And so 
it worked on all of us. Or be convinced to go. Like I said, I wasn't going to until I, until my mom said to go. Hey, like Pivum, you know, a, a question that I was going to la ask last night, but we had already asked like three dozen. So, um, but when we got to the bottom of the mine, mm. we found this place that looked like it had been prepared for us. It literally had our initials on it. Like, you ever heard anything like that in your stories? Again, his eyes go wide. He says, well, that confirms it. You have been called to save the world. I don't know who would have called you, but... This is no coincidence. That's I what I said, right? Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's what no. I said. I don't know. I still think that that's a good thing. <laughs> he shrugs his shoulder, goes, "It wasn't me." <laughs> I know that. Oh, I mean, that's Steve. honestly what I was checking, just to you know be sure you <laughs> hadn't been like shadowing us and finding out our names, and then you know you went down into the bottom of the mine and scroll, you know, scribbled some stuff in the stone. So. Mm. It's good to know says, it wasn't you. These, says, these, so these shards have been hidden, purposefully. Yeah. And By and why system. now are you called to release them? We're not. And are, and are those the same people? We, We're not. We've sure. never thought about that. <laughs> we've thought that it's that perhaps there were other people who came before us who either failed or didn't actually get put from the train into the veil. Uh, he says, we're not I've sure. been here for three years. I can't say I've seen any others like you. Like us? In general, like us or anyone? Children like of Arte. Have you ever seen anyone else that wasn't from Erte? He thinks he, 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 I believe so. I am not very familiar with the other worlds, but there are creatures here. I don't always know if they are like me and yourself and from another world, or if they are infected. I mean, did they appear? humanoid like did they have conversations or did you just see them from afar i saw them from afar i i watched all of you for a little while before i decided to make my approach what do you mean infected infected with the spirits of the unsettled uh, um... that happens to some of the creatures here do, do you know anything about a giant invisible creature that seems to not like wolves a lot? Um, that he says, I, I, I myself have not encountered anything like that. Okay. All right. Well, it's getting close to when we got to go. Um, and we still haven't gotten to Silas's second agenda item. <laughs> um, but, but might I put forward the whoever's going to ask the questions tell us about who trapped you in the mirror and why and what can you tell us about the bull i don't know if we're going to get any more than that in the time we have yeah especially because we're going to be trying to read her reactions and what she's saying without hearing anything 
Who's going to ask the no, questions? No, we can hear her at that point. For that mm. minute, we can hear her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's who's going to... I'll ask the questions. Okay. Who wants to keep track of the time? <laughs> I don't know if I'm very good Let's at it. Let's watch. <laughs> Can we get DM help on D how DM, time? DM will <laughs> absolutely uh, keep track of the time. Uh, okay. Do you want to know before a minute's up? When? Do, what do you? Robin will keep track of the Robin time and the let them know the 30 second mark and the 15 second mark. 30 and 15 seconds. Perfect. You got it. Oh, yeah, get those I mean, questions that out. includes 45, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, the yeah. 30 and the 45. So, 30 uh, seconds to go 15. Again, go. if we think we have our list, I don't know if we've confirmed this list. I know we have number one mm -hmm. on the list, but, you know, item number two on the agenda, mm -hmm. I genuinely believe we need to be out of there by the 45 mark. Like the 45 mark is the, you know, abort mark because it's going to take time mm -hmm. to get out of that car and out of the train. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. How do we want to get set up? Like how we're going to walk in there or what do you mean? Well, Maeve, you're probably going to want to be at the front so that you can talk to Ivy if she's going to appear in the same place. Uh, Robin, you're going to want to be somewhere where we can all hear you and the rest of us should just be ready to scram. Do what we got to do. I'm going to be a little okay. closer. And we should, we should, our, we should know what we're going to do next when it's time to go because otherwise I'm just going to turn into a bull and lock horns again, because I, I want another chance at that, even though that's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Let, let, let's be clear. That is a horrible idea. <laughs> it's still an idea yeah. I have though. And if I don't know something else to do, that's what I'm going to do. So what do we so want to do? Neb is in the other car starting out and we have yeah. a walkie talkie. That <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Just let me know where you want me and what our escape plan is, and that's okay. what we'll do. All right. So, how about uh, Maeve and I will be in the room as shallowly as possible. Uh, uh, okay. Then uh, Silas can be in the doorway, and you know, and the rest of you can be outside in the hallway, listening in, but ready to go. Do we know we're going to be able to hear from outside the car? I, you'll just I be mean, last the time room. she came outside of the car, or not the car, <laughs> the but the, the, room. The, the room. She was in the hallway. We met in the hallway, and then mm -hmm. we needed to get out of the car yeah. to get safe. Yeah. So I guess I'm just saying I don't think she's going to stay in the room. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, do we think being outside of the car, we will still be able to hear her? If anything or do we have happen. to be in the car to hear her? I think people saw her last time at least. So it's it's not like a, the magic dissipates outside the car. I'm fairly certain that people from, I can't remember, is it the dining car that's like mm -hmm. attached mm -hmm. to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw, you know, uh, something like in the hallway before like that. But mm -hmm. uh, he hearing, I don't know if the doors are open, maybe. Mm hmm I mean, Sorry. I think it's fine for people to be at the car doors, like, to still be a inside the car here and then exit on, you know, Frank and beans at 45 seconds. I mean, we have, two okay. exits. we have the going to the dining car and going to the baggage. So we don't all have to run out the same place. 
Yeah, and we're not like rooted in, in place. If something happens or we can't hear, we can just take a step forward or backwards. That we know of. I mean, like there might be magic that they can just stop us in our tracks. We don't know yet, but but I, I think it's okay to operate that we should be able to move, yes. Well, anyways, we've done we've done things like this before. We've defeated monsters and beasts that are dangerous and, and, and scary. We can do and, this. And we've done it with way less of a plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the plan, as I understand it, is for uh, Maeve and uh, Robin to go into the room to have this conversation. Silas will be in the doorway. Neb and Feruza, you'll be just in the hallway uh, to ask this first question. Wait, and I'm sorry. No, ahead. we're going to be. My plan was to be in yes. to where the, where she appeared the last time in the hallway. In the hallway. Okay, so you're all going to be in the hallway in that particular area that you've seen her appear before. Yeah, some of okay. us just very close to exits. Exits, but you're all, you'll all be in the car. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you're going to ask questions and see how much information you can get until the 45-second mark, at which point everyone's going to abort. Torque and beans out. Yeah. Okay. So um, where this room is situated, I can't remember. Is it completely in the middle of no, the car? No, it's at one end of the car. Yeah. It's and closer so, to the baggage car. Mm -hmm. So our... So are we going to set it up where people are going the other side out the car the other way? Or is everyone going to come out the one way? I Might I suggest that Maeve and Miss Robin go towards the baggage car? Because that's, that's the immediate exit that's right there. And the rest of us can be down the hall mm -hmm. getting ready to go out the dining car exit because that's a little further away. Okay. So give them the closer exit to where they're going to need to be. How, how long is the car? One more time. How long is the car? Yeah, ish. That I don't have that note. I don't have that note. I might have it. Let's see. Uh, it, uh, you'll be able to get out in a round. Okay. Uh, that, that's, yeah. Okay. That answers my question. You can get out in a round. Yeah. Piven? Piven, would you like to join us or are you going to hang out outside for this first one? He looks and he's like, in, in what is it in for a pound in for a penny or whatever <laughs> and uh he's like i don't know where i got that saying i need to get you some better air taste sayings my man you you can um, be with us over closer to the dining car okay so he'll he he neb he 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 likes you he's gonna hang out a little bit close <laughs> to you you guys had a good conversation um so yeah he'll he'll stay sort of by your your feet um if necessary we will both just turn into rats and run <laughs> all right uh the time is drawing nearer Whew. As you all begin to set up, standing in the positions that you have mentioned. Robin, you have a watch of some kind. Mm -hmm. Watching as the seconds tick by. As, as we're all getting set up, as I pass by Maeve, I'm going to give her a, a very light pat on the shoulder and say, you, I, I know you've got this. I know you've got all nice. of this. And I'm going to give her a lot of help, <laughs> um, which is going to give you advantage on, uh, uh, I'm going to give you Owl's Wisdom, 
So you have advantage on wisdom checks. Mm. So you suddenly feel very much like if you ever wanted to figure out how someone is actually feeling, Neb is here to help with that. Fantastic. I appreciate that. All right. So uh, another thing, Silas is going to prepare yes. an action, already yes. an action to... Um, after Maeve asked the first questions, about three seconds after she asked the first question, mm -hmm. he is going to attempt to read surface thoughts again. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, 2.12. Clicks of along. You all hold your breath just a little bit <laughs> as it clicks over to 2.13 and the lights go out. I hate that part. A second later, you see her standing there in front of you. It's almost as though you blinked and there she was. As she stands there in her blue, pale blue ground, her gown, her blood red lips, looking you right in the face, Maeve, just staring at each other as she looks and says, quick, I haven't much time. Well, we're short on time, so we're going to do this quickly then. <laughs> Who trapped you in the mirror and uh, why? Oh, she looks at you, she says, oh, the scribe. I went searching for him uh, as soon as I found that the others were, were searching for access to Erte. I was afraid of what they might do when I went in search of him. I thought he might be the key to our salvation. I found him many years later and I told him and begged him for his help. He promised to help me, um, but they found us. Talrum, the king of Prax Praxidiki, thank you, uh, Praxidiki, he especially will stop at nothing to destroy me. He is coming in just a moment's time. That's it, the bull. That's the bull. In a desperate attempt to save us, um, Julian cut a passage to Erte. For a while there, we were safe, even happy. We fell in love. I almost left everything behind for him, but the weight of my people lay heavy on my shoulders. I decided I had to come back. Julian was helpless against, uh, helpless to deny my request. We came here, where the veil is thinnest. We tried numerous times, but Talrin was always there the second we stepped beyond the veil. Finally, we had the thought to try as the train is moving. Perhaps then we could thwart him. But Julian... Julian is young. He is a child of Erte. He feels with his whole heart. And I didn't see what he was up to then. We crossed. The train erupted in flames. Talrin had found us after all. We had about a minute to spare. It was 2.13 in the morning. Before I could fight back, Julian threw his arms around me, taking the worst of the attack, told me he loved me, and muttered an ancient incantation. When the smoke cleared, I found myself trapped within the mirror, its glass shattered and the shards missing. Now, each night at 2.13, I am granted one minute of release before Talrin comes and finds me again. But if I stray or stay too long, he comes, and it is always destruction. Decades passed of nothing. I have seen no other living soul until you came along. Now go, before it is too late. Do we have more time, or where are we on the clock? You're close. You got maybe <laughs> 10 seconds. To the 45 or to the... You've, you've got to the 45. You're at like 35. About three seconds into that, I yes. attempted to read service thoughts. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm so fine we'll to pause. sidebar that in a second. We'll or... pause here for a second for your side thoughts. So you've, you've got about 10 seconds left if you want to ask another question, see what you get. Um, in your surface thoughts, 
you hear the repetition of help me, save me, release me. I must find him. I must stop them. Do, do I, uh, you know, uh, through, through an insight check or whatever mm-hmm. else, do, do I feel an authentic, you know, love or, or, or pull there mm-hmm. behind the thoughts? Okay, we do an insight check. Um, what is the, you want to roll it? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. That's okay. You can yeah. do it. Um, let's see. That is going to be a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, love. Also loneliness. Also anger also fear she is a roiling ball of contradictory feeling um and i'll even say no i can't say that that's good what a tease but yeah okay if you if you if do you want to delve deeper i I will certainly try yes you want to give a uh, i do a wisdom saving throw yes that is going to be a dc of 14. That is a 24. <laughs> you get I expected no, that much. <laughs> you get no deeper, uh, deeper feeling on that. Um, it. it's, it's chaos in there. The, 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 mm-hmm. the surface thoughts range from stop them, hurt them, find him, love him, miss him, lonely, want it, need it. You know, she is just a boiling brain um, of thought that you can get. Um, all right, moving back, Maeve, you've got 10 seconds, um, Robin. I, before before mm-hmm. we go b- back into time, okay. I would like to try gotcha. and do an insight check while, Absolutely. while that's all happening. Go ahead. So that'll be advantaged, plus advantaged, one. Plus one. Okay. Um, you believe her. You believe the story is true. Um... But you realize that while she is telling you the facts, the truth of what happened, she, not that she's being vague, but that there's, that, that, that she is obscuring something, but you're, you're not sure if it's, you're not sure why she's holding back, but you can feel she's holding back a little something. Is there a particular thing that I'm sensing that she's holding back around? I would say mostly around Tolerum, around this fire thing. Okay. When she mentions him, you can feel she she wants to say more, but she holds back. Good to go back into time? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ten what seconds. do you plan to what do you, this is ten seconds before the forty five, right? Before the forty five, yes. What do you plan to do when you're out? I will find them. I will stop them. And I will save my people. Now run! 
and time. Which, as I'm running, which him? <laughs> as um, I'm running, I yell, Frank and Beans. Him. Which him? <laughs> um, as she does, she turns, and you can see kind of coming like through the room out towards her is this smoke of this creature that begins to kind of, you know, absorb around her head, not yet attacking, but beginning to approach. And as she looks at you, you just see in her eyes that she means this. Um, but she spins on the spot, practically again disappearing as she steps into that room again. You hear horrible noises, screams and screeches, burning flames within uh, the sound of that as you all begin to exit the car and move away as again the lights flicker. Um, with the last 15 seconds, you just hear the screams and agony and violence within that room. As soon as the clock turns to 2.14, as you watch from outside, the lights flicker and come back on. I'm never going to get used to that. Do you guys feel better after Did that you? at all? Better in what way? Do you feel like something's been resolved inside of you hearing her answer regarding how she got trapped in the mirror? Or do you still feel, or do you feel even more confused, scared, worried? I'm not more confused than I was before. I don't think I'm more scared. I, I think we've got more answers, yeah. at least now that a lot of this is making sense and as much as this place makes sense. So. I don't She's know. scared. Something's Wouldn't you be? Something's and not I, right. And as I walk in, I go, I know liars. There's a bit of there's a bit of creative obfuscation <laughs> happening there. In what way? The the tolerant whoever that is. There's something else there. Couldn't I was able it. to pick up something that time. Um just scanned uh, I, I couldn't go deeper but definitely fear um, concern uh, drive I think that there was you know something um, it, it was kind of like a, a boiling maelstrom of, of thoughts and emotions but um, there's a lot of anger there definitely picked up on anger mm -hmm. and, um, and I do think that um, she kept uh, thoughts kept going back to, uh, you know, finding him, finding him. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if the him in this situation is Julian or Tolrin. It, uh, it, it, it could be Tolrin, though, because there could be some vengeance there with the anger that I was picking up on. So um, Maybe, I guess what but... I'm saying is I, 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 I scan some emotions there that still mm -hmm. do not give me warm fuzzies. <laughs> well, do you get any kind of psychic damage from going into like strange <laughs> minds like that? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't experienced that yet. So we'll see. Well, I can't blame her for being angry. I mean, how long has she been trapped in that mirror, unable to talk to anybody and being stalked every night by that, that. whole thing? I mean, that's horrifying. It, yeah, it, it all seems so like just... I don't know, fantastic, like everything else, but like, here it is, her her lover, someone she loved tried to save her, so he put her in her mirror, mirror breaks, and now it's like an ending Sisyphus and torture, I guess. So let's just quickly, 
recount what happened, just to try and parse this for ourselves. DM will help. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, could not write and ask the of questions all at the same time. Um, so, I have the scribe was searching when I, <laughs> my notes are really jumbled. Scribe was searching when others looked, he might be the key tolerant kings of prax Praxidoki. Um, <laughs> I, I, here, I will help. I, uh, Maeve, uh, and the others, you were all paying attention. So we'll mm -hmm. say that with conversation and being able to sort of grab little bits and pieces together, it's almost like we're doing a group intelligence check kind of thing, a okay. group memory check but I feel pretty strongly that you all could have pulled some things. So the main pieces here was that she's saying she left because she knew the others were searching for Erte and she thought the scribe could help stop them. So she went in search of the scribe. She found him. Um, he promised to help, but that she was constantly being hunted by the other rulers. Talrum, the king of Praxidiki, especially who she has now named as your smoke bowl creature. Wait, I'm so sorry. Um, she left because the others were searching for for air taste. She went to find the scribe. He promised to help. Mm -hmm. And then... But this whole time, they're being stalked by the other rulers who are trying to stop her. So, he says, uh, in a desperate attempt to save them, the scribe cut a passage to Erte. It's the only place where the other rulers can't come. For a while, they were safe, happy they fell in love but she felt she had to come back and continue this this quest to save her people save her world um he loves her so much she was powerless to resist um they came here where the veil is thin to make these attempts but every time they tried there was tolerance now, she is millennia old, has seen many things die, seen much misery. Julian is young. He is a child of Erte. He rules with his heart, and it was hard for him to watch her suffer. She did not realize this until it was too late. They attempted to cross through the veil on the moving train, hoping that that would throw Talrin off their tracks. It didn't work. It took him a minute to find them. When he did, Julian threw his arms around her, took the brunt of the attack, spoke an incantation which trapped her in the mirror. When she woke up, when next she knew, this is her story, um, the mirror was shattered and everyone was gone. She doesn't know what happened to Julian. She doesn't know anything beyond that until you all came and opened the door. Oh, a couple of... Things that are strange, and that here. and that every every night at two thirteen, she's granted one minute of release. But if she stays too long or strays, tolerant comes. Can, can, can I interject real quick, yes. uh, Jen? Just because I I want to clarify something that I think I missed. That they were trying to get back to her realm. They're trying to get back to the veil, just just to get back, just to get to the fight veil. The good fight. And then mm -hmm. got it. Okay, go ahead, Jen. Sorry. Couple of things. Mm -hmm. uh, so Julian was a child of Erte. So how did she get through when no one else could? That's odd. She didn't say where she, she said. She said that he cut a passage to Erte for them, but he's a scribe. He can be in right. any world. One of us right. might be a scribe. But she found. But she found him. 
what I'm she wondering is... She didn't say is, that. She didn't say she found him in Erte. Right, but if he's a oh. child of Erte, yes. how would he have gotten here? Like, that just... She didn't say... That, Right. She didn't I'm just these are I'm, yeah, these yeah, are absolutely, these yeah. are I'm just flagging it. pieces yeah. that seem that seem weird. And then um She didn't say, but I mean maybe it's the same way we did or anybody does, you know, if if he's got this power to be a scribe and then got on a train. I mean, he was the one who was enamored with the train and had bought the whole thing and you know, so maybe that's how he found his way to the veil and that he had powers or or maybe this is all a question we ask tomorrow i don't know but <laughs> and where where would he learn the incantation back in our world seems strange i mean thing. we don't know if he didn't spend time elsewhere before like i don't i think there are gaps in the story it's like, absolutely yeah <laughs> but, well, but, but what, what i'm, I'm saying is just the gaps in the just story. for accounting though like i mean she had 40 seconds you know to to tell the story so i'm i'm just saying that that might have been like you know there were entire moments like she could have taught him the incantation when they were living on earth um and you know out to dinner or something somewhere also how did we oh. learn any of the stuff that we've learned how to do fair I'm not saying those are those are good questions to flesh out the story, but yeah, I think this is some of it is like Silas said, we only had 40 seconds and some of it is like you said, maybe she's being careful about what she says. I mean, the last thing she heard from us was us wondering about if she was not a good person. I mean, we're all wondering it. I know, but but I'm saying, you know, that that would be reason enough for her to want to tell her story, but also maybe be guarded about it. I think it's reasonable to believe that we're going to fill in some blanks here and there. Uh, I think others would definitely be a little dangerous to just <laughs> fill in ourselves. Also, oh, so, she's quite the cougar. What happened? She's a cougar. Who? Ivy. Millennia, millennia old. Millennia and a young earthling. <laughs> Earthaling. I was like, who? Ivy's Oh, I didn't think of that. Wait a second. But she is kind of. All right. Go ahead. You did it, So he took rulership on, which is odd. Say again? He became a ruler. She talked about him ruling with his heart. Oh, okay. That might have been just a turn of phrase, though. That's the way I read it. Was like, mm -hmm. I'm ruled by my impulses. Mm -hmm. I don't know. In a rush, you'd think that she'd... I don't know. That seems like an instinctual type of thing to say. It, especially if you come from a monarchy. You tend to not say someone rules it. I don't know. People call ruler. LeBron James the king, and he clearly is not. Well, maybe again, that you're is... not you're not from a, from a monarchy, my friend. <laughs> maybe that's a specific question for another night. It's just tell us about Julian and I'm just taking the post-its and putting them on the story. That's all I'm doing. No, this is good. This is good. Well, it's fresh the in our minds. And the push pin. Yeah. Yeah, We've don't, turned don't the entire maybe, maybe home landing. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, 
Oh boy. Wow. But okay, so then I'm going to just throw this out there. Let me see if there's a good throw it. <laughs> now, I'm trying to figure out what the best way for me to come at this is for it to make sense. In untangling the threads of the story, and trying to piece them back together. Are there particular things, while I am I'm strengthened by Neb's confidence in me and the group working together, yes. that are flagging as particularly odd? We've established that there's something around Talrand and that that's something we need to look into. But okay. are there other things in her story that are just like not adding up or seeming like they're gaps in the process. Yeah, go ahead and roll um, throw an investigation on that. Okay, I'm actually going to let you do that. Okay. Um, so I have a plus three. That's intelligence, so it won't yeah, get any won't get the special thing, yeah. Because this is sort of looking Sherlock Holmesing her story. Plus three, you said? Mm-hmm. Unless somebody else would prefer to try and untangle threads. I feel like narratively it makes the most sense for Maeve to be yeah. asking that question. So. The big holes in her story. Where she doesn't, where presumably she doesn't know what happened is going to be the time that she was in Erte with Julian, when they were living happily, when she considered possibly even giving up her life elsewhere. You don't know what's happening in the Vale, the other worlds for her in that time period. The other time period that she did not elaborate on, that is a big hole in her story, is the time she's in the mirror. So mm -hmm. after Julian sends her there, you know, her belief is that he was foolishly trying to protect her, to yeah. lock her up, That's... to keep her safe. Yeah. Um, but there are decades now that she has been in the mirror. She doesn't, she did not or cannot elaborate on what happened to Julian, what happened to the train, what happened in the veil or in any of these worlds during that time. So that is another huge block of time that she has not or cannot elaborate on. Um, beyond that, as you sort of recount it and think through it, it makes some, it seems to make logical sense to you mm -hmm. um, that you know, as these worlds began to crumble, she left giving up her immortality to try and find a solution. Um, but it flags for you that she is now claiming to be the only good ruler. That's it. <laughs> and you have only her one, word for it. One, one more time that she is the only good ruler. That that is, you know, from the That's story what, from the story yeah. that, that Pibham told you and that you sort of understand was that all of them kind of began to sort of 
become covetous of each other. Um, now, you are know, you these a are, good shot or a bad yes, shot? These are stories, right? You know, the, the stories that you know from Earth that you have encountered here are not word for word perfect, exactly the same. So there is room for wiggle in there. But that, that flags for you that this is in her words. She's claiming that the others are the problem and not her. So, hey, Pivum. Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you think about that, buddy? Like, I mean, you know, was was that like, I don't know, what kind of vibe did you get from Ivy? He, he says, I can see why you trust her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think Zola would be after, um, like, it, is Zola nicer than Ivy, do you think? Ah, Zola is to be feared and revered. That tells me a lot. Ivy um, Ivy feels as though she pulls you in. Mm -hmm. Like a tide. So, yeah, maybe she wants to, like, pull everyone together or something. Or just pull us all into her elaborate trap. He says, this is Mm. the question. But I see why you like her. I see how she shines. Mm -hmm. I see why people would follow her, help Mm -hmm. her, save her. I can see why Julian, why the scribe would have trouble resisting her charms, her persuasions. Well, then maybe I'm also having that trouble too, because I feel like she's at least telling us the truth about everything. And we know Mm -hmm. she spent a very long time both in Erte with Julian, uh, and then also trapped in that mirror. And so it's very possible before all that happened, before she left to go find the scribe, that she was doing bad things, whatever it was, or was covetous of the other the other rulers. But I would like to think that falling in love and suddenly having your world in danger might change a perspective. And I love that about you, Neb. But wasn't, didn't Julian suddenly dramatically change wasn't it a didn't he abandon someone and he was working on the train Mm -hmm. like he his whole focus became this train yes he gave up his life as a magnate in the big city because he was you know he fell in love he got married and he devoted the rest of his life and his money to this train and being up here in and this then, part of the world. We gotta mm-hmm. find this silver box. Oh. And what about the love letters that we have? <laughs> Maybe there's some clues in them? Have we read them all? I'm we not reading read them. Oh boy. Unless I can magically like download it into my mind somehow, I haven't tried that yet. I don't <laughs> mind reading them. I think it's romantic. Silas, have you ever tried just sleeping on a bunch of letters that you learned through osmosis? I mean, I, yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't work. But, um, well, it didn't work in 
Erte, but perhaps it works here in the Vale. Um, you won't know but, until you try. But like, like, j- just go with me here because you know, a lot of movies, a lot of media I consume. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, so if Ivy is trapped in a mirror that's now broken, and there's no way you know out of the trap, what if whatever this silver box is, maybe? Tall man, what is it? Tall, Tallman? Tallman. Tallman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what if that guy is trapped in a silver box somewhere on this train, and that's why he's tethered here? I'm just saying, like this silver box becomes far more intriguing to me now. And it wasn't before. I mean, like, I just, thought, I just thought it was werewolves before, but, but like, I mean, Silas, it could still be werewolves. I mean, it could be either way. I think we need to find it because like, I think we've been all over this train and we don't know of any like hid, hidden, you know, safe or box. Not yet, but Maeve hasn't dug up the floor in every single one of these train cars yet. Maybe that's what we do now. <laughs> well, I don't know if we want to do it now. Now it is kind of late, but yeah, I, mean, I mean, we just got up not too long ago, but I also <laughs> kind of want to get back on the right schedule. Well, because I would uh, rather adventure during the day, I think is what I'm ultimately saying. Definitely. Yeah. <sighs> Well, it doesn't look like we're leaving the Vale anytime soon. Well, two more <laughs> stops, right? <laughs> There's no reason why it can't be soon. It's taken us 10 days yeah. to get through the first three, but we've <laughs> but learned my faith so in much. Everything has been shook now, though, because it's like if we put these five shards in there, we might yeah. be releasing Ivy, but I don't know if that necessarily means that we're getting back home. I don't know about that either, but that's the the next step, right? And then yeah, and it's finding sort of out the assumption that we've been the next living. Step in her plan of total domination. Well, whether oh. it is or not, the next step <laughs> oh, no. in in bringing the four worlds into balance is having her not be in a mirror anymore, and us finding a scribe, whether it's Julian or some new person, means yeah. we need to get her out of that mirror. So to clarify Pivum though, like Mm -hmm. we should, we just want, we just have one scribe. Like that's what the legends said. One scribe per generation. While a scribe lives, there are no others. It's like the avatar. All right. So he's he's still alive. We got to find him. And if he's not, then we got to find the new one. It might be one of us. The new one. Hey, you've got that, that letter opener. Can you just cut through the world? <laughs> Let's see. I pull it out of my pocket and I go. Oh, be careful. <laughs> nope. And I put I, I do a minor illusion. When, when she does that move, Damn. Silas does a minor illusion, making it look like a little, like, five foot, like, kind of traced with her thing. <laughs> it's like starting to open up and a little bit of a whoosh of sound. Uh, Pivim claps his hands. He goes, oh, you're all a barrel of fun. 
Um, <laughs> oh, wait till now you hang out with us. Nothing done. <laughs> wait till you hang out with us for ten more days. You might change your opinion on things. But but thank you. All right. I mean, maybe it is one of us. We just have to figure out how to cut through worlds. That can't be too hard, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I was thinking that if Ivy breaks out and tries something, you know, it's not like we just can't attempt to take her. Oh, you're just going to take her down. I like this. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, Silas. I'm going to take her. <laughs> Perusa's muscles glisten in the moonlight. I did 32 so. push-ups last night. <laughs> I did 132, Silas. And you didn't even notice, but one of them I was holding you for, okay? Veruza, if there's anybody that could take Ivy single-handed, it would be you. But I think once we free her, we're also going to have to contend with Talrin. So I think things might be slightly more complicated than Two just... Rulers. But maybe we can trust her and she's going to help us fight Talrin. And we're going to go to her realm and eat... And they become her subjects. Tea and yeah. <laughs> <Drink> tea. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I'll try to make the water cupcakes. <laughs> what does Robin think of this? They turn around and look at Robin. What do you think of all of this? You've been sort of standing there with this look on your face, like you know something we don't, or you <laughs> said something we don't. <laughs> I'm just taking it in. <laughs> Enjoying your banter. <laughs> hmm. Robin, I think that's you all ever, we can do. Robin, were you ever a private investigator or a detective or a mystery novel writer or some other job that would help with putting together a mystery? Or did you watch a lot of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> or, 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 oh, 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 Murder, She Wrote. Did you ever watch any of that? I saw, I saw a bunch of that. Lansbury. Jessica Fletcher did it. <laughs> That's great. She's she's the world's most successful serial killer. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my head cannon. I love it. Well, I think that's all we can do, you guys, is work under the assumptions that we've been working under and use the new information as we can and just keep doing what we're doing. I don't think we can be scared of Ivy now. I think that we need to find, like, in. don't get me wrong, I don't think, I, I don't have any idea of where to start with this, but, like, identifying who did scribble our initials into stone, which sounds like a scribing type activity to me, to be honest. It's like a scribey activity. Um, but it's like, who <laughs> expected us to be in the bottom of that dumb mine? Um, like, why did they expect us to be there? Like, what is all this destiny stuff happening? Because if, if we can figure out who did that, because I don't think that was Ivy. Are we in alignment on that? Like, if Ivy's been trapped, I don't, unless it was there a long, long time ago. Maybe like, it's Julie. Maybe Julian's leaving a legacy, lay, laying out for the next who come. And um, making it difficult enough so that it's not just anybody who comes along and stumbles across this mirror, or making it difficult enough so that if one of the rulers came by, they wouldn't just be able to put the shards back together. Am I remembering wrong, but when we were in Mirror Ivy discussion, um, we asked if Zola was here in the veil, right? Mm -hmm. And we yes. got an affirmative to that, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. So all, the four, all, yeah, all of them are all here. 
But she doesn't know where that wind. And and Pivum, like you you don't, like you haven't come across Zola while you've been here. Is there any kind of like, you know, I don't know, like prayer that you say to a Zola or, you know, some kind of like, you know, uh, you know, salute or something. He He says, you believe Zola would listen to a, uh, a, a, a little bandicoot as, such now, as myself. Now listen, I'm not going to have that right there, Crash, because like you <laughs> are Crash. something, and Zola should be <laughs> should feel honored. His little apple cheeks get even redder. <laughs> um, he says, he says, oh, oh, he goes. The veil is an enormous place. Oh, it's bigger than we thought. Um, I thought it was just like a train track. This is, he goes, this is one place where passage is possible, but I have seen, the veil goes on and on. Um, She could be anywhere. And Zola, her, her most impressive ability is to blend in with the land. She could be sitting five feet from us that mountain could be Zola, and you would not know. That's comforting, Privim. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe oh, she caused she the avalanche that also. Got, maybe she caused the avalanche that got us here in the first place. So, do, do the do rulers all have different powers and things? They have their own powers, basically. Then, oh, of course, the rulers are are all known to be quite powerful. Um, magical, experienced, strategic. And they all have their special set of skills. Like us. <gasps> I wonder if we have a special title here that we just don't know yet. You mean beyond being children of Erte? <laughs> that you want another yes. title? Yes. What other title would you like, Feruza? I don't know, something that describes what we're doing. We're attempting to set things straight, I feel like. I think you mentioned yesterday that we found our purpose. Maybe there is something else. Like the dragonborn. Like Fus Roda! I mean, no? in Skyrim? No? <laughs> I mean,. Now I just Nerevar. want to turn into a dragon, but more more importantly for Feruza, yes, they call them heroes, right? Read any of those stories? They do. Yeah. You think we're heroes? Heroes of the veil. Pivim <gasps> jumps up onto the back as he looks to each of you and he says, <laughs> as of this moment, here in the history of all worlds, I look down upon a group of heroes, heroes of the veil. I jump through. <laughs> and there came from a bandicoot yes. that it must be true, right? <laughs> and thus we are twice named. <laughs> That's beautiful. He says, May may this may this honor honorific follow you uh 
and and may those that you come upon speak it in reverence and may it evolve as you grow and hey, may you hey, stop crash, saying I feel you like I can't get away from it because you're a part of this too he 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 smiles a, sh a sheepish a sheepish little grin he says I feel my job is to walk you through the phase, your time in the veil, and what I pass you on to, and who you will become at that point. I believe my job will be done. Pivum, so you seek Pivum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're not going to call yourself a hero, then I'll call you a sage, because I'd love to learn as much as I can from you. <laughs> I also Pivum. think I'd love to get some sleep, because there's been a lot yes. that's happened you today. You see, Kevin, oh, yeah. it's a big yeah, wide dog. It's true. He says, ah, tell me that this contraption has comfy soft beds it's been so long since i've slept in anything so civilized. many towels too Piven. towels oh, i'll make a nest do you have showers in your world <laughs> he goes what, you have showers <laughs> you mean from the sky no you gotta check showers of rain no significant showers it's like artificial <laughs> rain <laughs> he says that sounds terrifying <laughs> and if you're, if you're quick enough there's still enough warm water when you get in there <laughs> depends yes. on how many of your siblings you have to fight it's like bottled hot rain the wonders of Erte you have created rain from nothing I knew you were magical folk I mean, show me more Julian. this magical shower hey right this way i've got i've got plenty of extra towels <laughs> <laughs> but but you know you, you're gonna have to take it in someone else's like i'll give you the towels for my room i still got a window problem going on in my room and so i really need to fix <gasps> that but, oh that's right your, your window we didn't patch that up for you no, uh, like uh, robin, robin, robin you're able to fix things can you fix his mirror is his window <laughs> i mean it's it's a big fix but i sure will try <laughs> i i was once a window cleaner so it's, it's gotta be just the same that's right? definitely you know what? oh yeah does that mean when you fix it it'll be spotless clean as well sparkly clean <laughs> yeah. crystal clean well, it looks like we have a lot to do tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. Are you planning on, if you're going to nap or sleep, is this a watched sleep? Are you going to trust and just take a rest? What is your, what is your plan here? I mean, honestly, everyone, I don't think I'm ever going to sleep again without a watch. So like, <laughs> even if we make it back to safety, whatever that yeah. means, like I'm going to be like, hiring a security guard with all my bunches of money and do you want just... the train running do you want to keep the train stopped do you want to be on your way what's your i'd like to be on our way don't you think we've exhausted this place yeah but how like can we keep things running with just like a couple of people at a time two people can yeah. run the train yeah, okay. are in a stoker no yeah. So sure, let's engineer maybe, and a stoker. Yeah, yeah. So we don't just have watches do that. Pivum, do you mind pitching in 
for one of the <laughs> shifts where we can have an Happy even six, two. right? Happy yeah. two, yes. But if it's all right, I shall sleep now. Okay. okay. You're good. Right after this hot rain. <laughs> hot rain. Did you turn it on for him? Yeah. You turn it on. He again. He like. He literally does like a dance. <gasps> uh, no, 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 is he no, naked? No. Guys, take your clothes guys. off first. No, he's wait a minute. So, uh, you see, his he sort of dances in it, and he takes off his boots and begins to splash in the puddles on the tile beneath. He goes, "This is." Strange magic. Have you ever heard of soap? Uh, he goes, I, I, I believe we, yes, uh, we have um, herbs and 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 uh, fats, fats from animals in in Lorelia that we can create a lather. This we call we call this a soap. Excellent. Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty much the same thing. Ah, oh, wonderful. So that's we right use there. it, you know, once or twice a year is enough. All you do, we like work that. in the garden all the time. We're just, if you clean yourself, you're only going to get dirty again in the next day. That's true. Why That's waste true. your time? Yeah. Well, yeah when when, when you have hot rain bottled up artificially, it's a lot <laughs> easier than going down to the river. So. Yeah. It's interesting, uh, Pivim, but, uh, you know, back where we're from, your type are revered by us. Like, we are, we make little statuettes of you and put them in our homes. Because little, little, little bandicoot like me. Yeah. yeah you protect our gardens. And this is what like we that. do. We do. We love the gardens. We protect them. We we watch over the gardens that all of the animals, the the, the wild, beautiful creatures of Lorelia have a place to to eat and rest and be safe. And we tend the land and the gardens. We no, man, safe. you're supposed to keep the rabbits out of the garden. No. Yeah. Oh, the garden is for the rabbits. We invite them in. We 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 prune the bushes so that they may feast. This sounds like one of those things in where the stories got a little muddled between worlds. Yeah. Hmm. But still. But it sounds <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice to Absolutely. meet one in person. So uh, we're, we're going to like leave and you can you know, take the wet clothes off if you'd like and, and, and finish up. And um, I don't know if you have a change of clothes. Probably not. I've got many t-shirts, way more t-shirts than I'm supposed to. I don't think it's going to fit you. But if you want to like tie it off, like, you know, here, here, I'll leave a couple of things here. Okay, he uh, he you he immediately starts stripping zero shame. Um, his whole body is covered in curly white hair. Um, even naked, <laughs> you see very he's he, he's very not naked. He's covered in kind of a little bit of a fur all over his body. It's almost as if really only his eyes and cheeks and lips are really the only thing that is is flesh <laughs> is exposed about him. Um, he's a little kind of yeti. So, um, so, so Pivum, just one other thing. Have you ever heard of a drain? A, a drain on, on energy? On... Uh, well, no, there's one at the bottom of the hot rain. Oh, I see. I... He puts his face right down. Yeah, down <laughs> yeah so, so when you finish up in here, um, you probably need to make sure that, that any hair that collects on the drain like uh, take take that and throw that in the trash over here, where the hot rain will keep working the way it needs to. Ah, understood. 
And he, 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 you know, grabs the, one of the t-shirts or one of the washcloths or towels or anything that you left. He grabs and he goes, and he begins to just wipe it himself and sing a little song. Are, are we all just sitting here being You're an audience? I, I mean, he's, I think he's preoccupied. He's a, foot, he's a foot tall, covered in fur, uh, just prancing around underneath this, uh, artificial magic rain as he tries the, to clean the himself. simple wonders and then he silas walks off. he sits down his toes you know his feet you know are very dirty once he's taken his boots off and he starts cleaning between his toes and you just see the water running down the drain is dark dark with dirt oh boy maybe we can make him a little outfit to put on something cute I don't know. What am I talking about? Ignore me. <laughs> I mean, he said that he survived out here in the veil for years. So I think if anyone can teach us anything about making things to survive on, it's going to be him. That's definitely true. Being that he's like the size of, wait, how tall is he again? He's like, like a foot you know, tall. He's, oh, he's like, he's a, he's a gnome. He looks there's someone like, shorter exactly. than me. Oh yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the teeniest, the teeniest, teeniest of Oh, I can't step on him. Make sure I look out for him. <laughs> checking the bottom hollow, of my shoes. <laughs> um, all right. While this is all going on tonight, I, I'd like to browse the bookshelves again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for something specific? Um, just anything that sort of would align with any of the new things that we've heard about or anything around uh, Belcastle Cap. Okay, great. Um, investigation check. Investigation? Yeah, investigation. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. So nothing is popping up about any of what Ivy has told you. All of that, you know, the... The, the, the books and things within there. The only thing that you find that relates to Bellcastle Cap at all um, is a memoir from a mountaineer. Um, he doesn't specifically talk about Bellcastle Cap, but he does talk about his treks through, you know, climbing Everest or, you know, doing these sort of snowy glacial kind of treks. Um, it is in narrative form, so it would require like close reading in order to pick up the tips. But yes, there it has some information about the type of things and situations you might find in glacial mountaineering. Okay. Can I, uh, to help out a little bit with that, can mm -hmm. I hunt down one of the brochures that we were given? Mm -hmm. That I'm sure it only has like a, a little thing about what yeah. cap is but what what did the brochure say so the brochure <laughs> says that you are going to you're going to take a hike along the edge of the glacier um that it is you know miles in circumference and that mm -hmm. the views from this spot are spectacular um that mm -hmm. you might spot some uh you know arctic wildlife you might see some foxes you might see some mm. rodents you might see birds i think oh that that actually actually uh, they, they mention many birds of prey that um, that this is an excellent spot place to spot, um, you know, hunting um, uh, patterns of birds of prey. So presumably that was going to be your excursion. 
Does it say anything about us taking a trail or was there a, a, like a campsite a, or anything? A, no campsite, a trail that goes around the circumference of the, of the glacier. So around the rim, you know, a glacier is like a crater almost kind of thing. So mm -hmm. the trail sort of takes you all the way around the rim of that glacier. I'll show this to everybody as everybody's doing whatever they're doing. Uh, but I guess at least to me even say, yeah. well, I, I guess once we get there, we're taking a hike. Oh, up a glacier. Again. Or around. I don't know if we're going up, but definitely around. Unless we find something when we arrive that's going to point us in a better direction. Might I suggest then that we well equip ourselves for cold and for hiking. Well, yeah. that's what we were supposed to be doing. So I, there's probably hiking equipment in the, in the other car. You mean, oh, you mean like the boots that sort of stick themselves into the ice and... Oh, yeah, those boots with like the little spiky bits on them. Yeah. yeah. Robin, have you ever gone hiking with those boots that have the little sticky bits on them? Uh, yes, of course. You know, if I were to dig through my thoughts, I could say uh, I've got a handful of times when I've gone to see the northern lights in Iceland and the glaciers there and ah oh, but I won't bore you with those types of stories. Those those aren't boring at all. Please tell me everything. <laughs> 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 and suddenly Nem looks very awake again. <laughs> do, you, do you think we'll be far enough north that we'll see the northern lights here? Uh, I don't think we're quite far enough north unless you know, we've just had a huge EMP from the a sunburst from the sun. If it was too powerful, then yes, you'll see the northern lights farther down south. But I think we're, we're not going to see anything. Unless I mean, this is a completely wild place with magic all over it. So that's true. I mean, we might Maybe see the northern lights or we might see, yeah, just unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the distance, uh, Pivim's singing has stopped. You now hear softly through the closed door to Silas's room. <laughs> I guess I'm not working on that window. Right? <laughs> cute. <laughs> what are you so going to do, Silas? So much noise for one so small. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I uh, lived with someone for years that actually snored like a sawmill, so I'll be fine. <laughs> Well, you guys, we're gonna need a watch. Do yeah, okay, yeah. Off, we'll do set some up watches, watches, I guess. At least keep the train running overnight. I, I don't know if yeah. I, I don't know if Mave is the only person who really knows how to drive this thing, right? Well, I mean, like at least to yeah. get it going, right? After getting it going, it it's kind of stays on the track for the most part, right? Well, you're already in trouble when I get gutted <laughs> at the next event. Well, let's not walking around the glacier gutted, but... you're all going to be in deep trouble when those birds <laughs> pray get to me it's going to we'll be protect you, Maeve. <laughs> uh, you're irreplaceable Maeve um, but yeah. um, in, in the event that the raptor does gut you um, perhaps you can uh, you know give us a little crash course oh my god I'm course, not crashing, crashing. <laughs> just in case something gets you out there. 
Uh, and I will do my best to okay. show well, other we'll people. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Let's say it's, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of um, like hands-on practice. So let's say whoever you uh, do your watch with, that person mm -hmm. can spend those hours watching you trying and learning. So basically okay. one person, if they want to dedicate those hours, they can learn uh, to learning with the watch with you. What? So that means that we are only going to tonight be able to make it, you know, only one two, two hours down the track. Well, or yeah. I mean, two to four, depending on, you know, with your watches. But yeah, so you can, but you only, um, if Maeve is driving, um, whoever is on watch with her can learn. And then that person just has to stay up. They the can stay other up and hours keep going. Okay, got yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Or they go to sleep and we park the train for a little bit. And now we've got two people the next. I mean, but we can we... keep somebody stoking the fire though. Yes. The, yeah, keep so the, the heat. Okay. You just need, you just need two people. One person who knows what they're doing with the controls. Do we know approximately how far it is from here to the station at Bellcastle Cap? This I don't believe there's any information on for you. Okay. Um, you know, the, the map is fairly fanciful. It's, it's definitely more... Uh, for funsies than it is uh, to scale. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're you're not you're not entirely sure this time. Gloria never mentioned um, how far this particular stop was. Okay. Do you want to take set up your watches? Yeah, let's set them up while we're while we're thinking about it. Okay. So are you, so you're starting, the, the train has been warmed up, it's going. Yes. Um, it's it's ready to run if maybe you want to take the first watch. Sure. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that uh, we need to just, you know, on the next several nights, at least nights we're on the train, uh, everybody needs to take a turn um, learning right. from somebody how to do the, uh, the train. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, well, it's a, go ahead. Who wants to be first? Who wants to ride? You don't. Oh, you want to be first, Silas? No, that's oh, a not it. <laughs> oh, it's like who, who wants to say grace over the meal? You know? <laughs> mm. Oh, that's a not it. Okay, <laughs> I don't mind learning first. Okay, so for Rizza, someone else to soak. Then we'll go soak, with Maeve. Yeah. You will stoke yeah. while you learn how to, uh, you know, run the train. Who wants mm -hmm. to take second shift? I'll take second shift. Okay, Neb Pivum's mm -hmm. gonna go last. Okay, so that sounds like I'm with Silas, Neb. Silas, could be two or three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, how many? Yeah, do you want to be with me or you want to be with Pivim or or Robin, Robin and Silas? No, Robin. I was already Pivim. counting Robin that she always wants to go last. So. Okay, so if Robin that's not will the go case, then Pivim. Pivim. Okay. Okay. But I can be with Neb. Yeah. And Silas. Yeah. All right. Wait. So uh, I'm sorry. Ne Silas is going with whom? With Neb. So <laughs> first, first shift is Maeve and Feruza. Second mm -hmm. watch is Neb and Silas. Third watch is Pivim and Robin. Oh, that's an exciting one. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so as the rest of you, you know, Neb, Silas, and Robin, um, you can go to your rooms. You can go to the, the lounge dining car, car, dining car, <laughs> wherever you'd like to be to settle in for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll take a quick shower because Frizz okay. uh, and I have been greasing, so I'm Before I'm convinced shower. she's probably yes. still just disgusting. You're all pretty greasy and, yeah. and sooty in your time. Okay, great. 
uh, you can go to your rooms, and then Maeve and Feruza, you make your way to the engine mm-hmm. cabin and start up the train. Um, learning how to do it. And you're watching and learning as this goes along. Um, it's a beautiful, clear night. This um, storm has just moved through and swept all of the clouds away. Um, it is clear and still. The train is noisy as it chugs forward. Um, but every once in a while, you see a little bit of maybe a rabbit along the side hopping as it follows the train. Um, as it begins to turn around the crest, moving away from the shore and heading on. Uh, and for once, we will stop there uh, with our episode this evening. No major cliffhanger. You all have earned it. <laughs> Yay! With just dreams of glaciers in your face. Yes. Oh Thank God. you all so much for being here and playing oh this God. evening. Um, <laughs> and thank you all at home. And please remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.